Supercast episode 14. Tonight we are going to be talking square pegs. With me, I have the Zerbinator. Hi, this is Zerbinator. <laughs> and we have Ferguson. Hi. We call you Ferg? Ferg, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. And we have okay. Ferg. Hi, I'm Ferg. <laughs> and we have Mark Alley. Hello, hello, hello. And I have Christopher Tupa. <laughs> Before we get into the awesome TV show known as Square Pegs, uh, I like to warm up with a little icebreaker. It's time for the icebreaker. So tonight's question is: What is one? <laughs> what is one favorite thing you like to do by yourself? PG rated, please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, we'll go alphabetical. Uh, Mark. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I I would guess I, I did a little of this a little bit earlier actually so I play a lot of board Ooh. games and tabletop miniatures games Okay. and one thing I have to do is paint a bunch of miniatures so I have a oh. little bunch of little like robots and little critters and stuff and I paint them nice. and they look awesome when you play the games with them but I like to paint them and uh, listen to podcasts and stuff like the stuff that you guys all do Bless you. Uh, while I'm painting and it's very relaxing and calming. And, uh, you know, it's, it's time it takes a lot of time. It's painstaking, uh, from time to time, but you know, stuff looks awesome when you get it all done and it's a nice little, uh, way to relax and kind of is creative, I guess, instead of just sitting there and watching TV or whatever. So, sure. uh, but you know, and sometimes my wife will come in and just like, we'll have a conversation or whatever, but, um, Usually it's just me in my my little room with my lights all hunched over looking at a little guy that's about two <laughs> inches tall and trying to get his eyes to look right and that kind of stuff. So that's probably what I would say is my favorite thing to do alone. Very cool. Hey, Mark, do you use one of those uh, those like magnifying glass things that like the jewelers have that big that big round? You know, I don't have one of those, but I've considered getting one. It's especially when you do faces and stuff. I mean, th these things are tiny tiny yeah, uh, yeah some of them and uh you know I've, I've got like three lamps on my desk and oh man a boatload of uh like files and several different paint brushes and washes and brush cleaner i'm looking at all this junk man it's a ton of stuff my wife is infinitely patient to put up with this stuff <laughs> uh you know because this is sandwiched in between the transformers collection so you know <laughs> she's very very patient with me but yeah I don't have one of those, but I, I should probably get one. Do you use one when you do your art? No, no, but um, I, I've I've seen people use them, and I used to paint miniatures, you know, back back years ago. But um, mm -hmm. it seemed like that would come in pretty handy. Yeah, and some people use like a a head mounted light thing, which I'm like, wow, that seems like a oh, lot. Okay. But then you know, sure. um, I mean, it's always on what you're looking at. So yeah, that's a that's a good idea. Yeah. My, my friend Bill, who 
Uh, my friend Bill is our, our DM, and he paints a lot of miniatures. He does have one of those. Yeah. Not the head ones, but just the, the magnifying one. He loves it. Right. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and, yeah, you know, and I play D&D, too, so and the players never buy all the minis. It's just me that has them. Right. So. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they complain about having to paint their one character while I painted, you know, like 12 Hobgoblins or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. And what about you, Ferg? For the thing I like to do by myself, it's, yes. um, I would have to say cooking or baking because okay. I cook at home. I do all the cooking here and I bake for a living. And at my work, I'm usually by myself anyway, just by design. But at home, um, I can be a bit of a taskmaster if people are helping me. <laughs> That's why my wife will ask, do you need help? It's like, nope, I don't need any help. Uh, so she <laughs> was actually, you. yeah. Get out, you're banished from the kitchen. She'll, like, at Christmas time, she'll take all the um, the foil off the Hershey Kisses for the peanut butter cookies and stuff like that, but... Like the real, it's. I mean, we have a we, slave driver. We, we have a big kitchen, but it's still not enough room for me and my giant cooking ego, I guess. Wow. So it's a, it's the same thing that Do Mark does. I, I, I cook and I. Are you like that I, Hills Kitchen guy? What's his name? Uh, no, no, I'm not that bad. I think my wife, my wife thinks I am. I think. So she said, the reason I don't like to cook is because you're always in there telling me to do this and do that. And it's like, oh, I, I didn't realize I was doing that. So brown sugar. I let up. Like brown I, yeah. sugar. You didn't take the foil off the right way. <laughs> you pull the little paper out first. Counterclockwise. <laughs> Damn it. But it is, it is uh, like I said, like a solitude type of thing. I put music or podcasts on my headphones and I cook and it's, it's nice. I like yeah. doing that. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. All right, Kev, what about you? No, you're next because your last name is Tupa. Okay. Uh, okay, so <laughs> so mine, mine's, mine's a little different. Um, uh, I, work, I work for an electric co-op, and, and every year, almost every year, I've gone to some sort of training conference and whatnot. And most of the time, I go by myself. My family usually doesn't get the chance to go with me. I really like going by myself, mainly because when I'm there, I usually do some sketching when during the evenings and whatnot. And... The people that put on the the, the conferences, I, I usually kind of know some of them just through work and, and phone calls and whatnot. So it's really cool because since I'm always on my own, somebody always takes me out or, hey, come have drinks with us or, or hey, we're going to the bar, you know, whatever it is. And it's usually because I'm sitting there drawing or, or something on my own. If I had my family with me, I wouldn't be doing that. And I wouldn't get that opportunity to go and meet these different people and uh, do all this all this cool stuff that I've gotten to do on my own because I think a lot of people, if you're by yourself, they're more apt to invite you. If you have that your whole sense. family with you, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, he's busy, he's he's occupied, yeah, right. he, you know, he's good. But when you're by yourself, they kind of assume you're you know you're like a loser or whatever, and they're like, <laughs> 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 so 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 it kind of works <laughs> out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> well, I think I'm giving it a lot of thought. And aside from napping, because I really enjoy napping, and and I make a thing out of it too. I mean, I I go in there and I put on my headphones and I play. I have those two hour recordings of like rain on a tent or, or I'm serious at a train or something like uh, train sounds or um, yeah, you know. And I love getting lost in that. And the thing that I like to do the most is is imagine the house I grew up in during a rainy day or something or, and just try to gather as much, uh, 
of my childhood in a memory and then try to get that emotion as if I was there as well. And then that's what lulls me to sleep. Mm. So napping is one. But the other thing I like to do by myself mm. is... <laughs> a little embarrassed <sighs> to talk about this. Um, I like to walk at night. I love walking at night, listening to oh, either, nice. either... Especially for this specific reason. We're too old to go trick-or-treating now. But... If you're listening, says you says well, uh, yeah, who says? If, <laughs> if, if I had little kids, uh, well, not even again, just because I met Kate when she was 11, we still went trick or treating until she was, I think, 15. So I got to go again four more times. But, but I go out at night and I'll listen to old 70s Halloween records in my headphones, and um, which is hard because you got to carry the box and make sure that the thing doesn't skip. <laughs> 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 So, with my not funny button, but you put on the headphones and you just go and walk around the neighborhood at night, and it's so fun. I love doing that. Were you a geek? Were you a geeky when geeky wasn't cool? Don't stop the geeking by reading Mark Alley's book. Don't stop the geeking. It was released April seventh, two thousand sixteen, and is available for Kindle at Amazon.com. You can also check out his book, I Was Geeky When Geeky Wasn't Cool, written January 6th in 2015. Both books are $2.99 and well worth every penny. Check them out at Amazon.com or visit MarkAlley.com. That's M-A-R-C-A-L-L-I-E.com. That's really cool. All right, so uh, square pegs. Um. <laughs> Was it square pegs? I was watching Sex in the City. Oh okay. no! Yeah, same, same <laughs> I thing. was watching that movie with Sarah Jessica Parker and Bruce Willis, where he's like the Coast Guard guy. Oh what? man, We're gonna have that's to the only thing I watched. That's terrible. Oh, <laughs> Let's go around real quick, and we'll tell tell everybody if you've seen this before, uh, and what your what your your thoughts were before. Real quick, after the recent viewing, what your thoughts were or are. And then we can get into like the the nitty gritty. How's that sound? Sounds good. good. Okay, so we'll do uh, we'll just do the same order. Uh, Mark, if you want to start. Yeah. Okay. So I let's see. This came out in eighty two to eighty three. Yes. So I was eight years old, and that was kind of too young to watch this, right? I mean, I wouldn't have been interested in this show. I don't think back then. I don't know, uh, but. My wife, you know, after I grew up and got married, my wife talked about Square Pegs, and it was one of her favorite shows. And she's four years older than me, so she would have been 12 and 13 when this came out. So that's about the the ideal age, I think, to watch something like this. Okay. Um, and so she had always talked about Square Pegs and how it was so funny, and she really loved the show. And then it came out on DVD, I think, in 2008 or so if what i looked at on wikipedia was right yes <laughs> and so for her birthday or our anniversary or something i got her a copy and we sat down and watched it together so i didn't have any other apart than what she had said about how good it was and how much she loved it uh, i didn't have any preconceived ideas going into it we watched like the first five or six episodes maybe and i just didn't think it was that awesome <laughs> I mean, it was it was okay. There were some things about it that really bugged me, like the laugh track, especially. Oh, right. um, yes. But then when we when we uh, decided to do a a podcast about it, just what, a month or so ago, two months ago, 
I, I watched the first three episodes again. And, you know, it's 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 like a slice right square from that time period. And I think it now that I'm a little older, those little windows back into 1982 are much more uh, appreciated to me. Right. Uh, and so seeing how I mean, it really felt like the 80s. You know, you had the new wave music. You had the, um, the, the some of the themes were just like things that I dealt with, too, when I was in high school. You know, like who's going to be cool? Who's going to fit in? Who's not going to fit in? And, you know, different things like that. And then, of course, it had Pac-Man in the third one. So I love mm-hmm. that. Oh, sure. uh, but, uh, you know, it, I, I, I think looking back on it now after watching it again um, recently, I think it's better than I first gave it credit for. I don't think it's still like, you know, it's not Cheers or uh, anything like that. You know, it's not like a, you know, a classic of comedy or what have you, but it's definitely watchable. Uh, there's a lot of funny lines. The cast is really pretty good. And uh, I liked, you know, the music was good, too, again. Uh, so, you know, it's it's better than I f- first gave it credit for. That's kind of where I'm coming from with it. Okay. Uh, Ferg, what, what about you? Uh, I, uh, I guess like Mark's wife, I am four years older than Mark. <laughs> so I did watch this when it was out. Okay. I was very, very excited about it coming out because it was kind of like, I wasn't in high school yet. I was in middle school, but I had a really rough time transitioning from elementary to middle school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was fat. Well, I still am fat, but <laughs> I was fat then, and people made fun of you. And I kind of uh, identified with Lauren in that respect because they're they're pretty vicious to her in in some of the episodes for uh-huh. her weight. They're always making jokes about that. They don't do that anymore. Um, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I remember. I think it was either when it started in the fall, it was the lead-in for Family Ties, or that was in the spring. I can't remember, but I watched them both back to back. I remember that. Wow, um, been a good, yeah, y- yeah, <laughs> and I think that was the first year that came out too, as well as Cheers. I remember having a really good memory of it. I don't know if I watched every single one, or I don't even remember if it was if if I knew it was canceled or whatever. I, I might have lost touch with it yeah. uh, in '83, but I I had good memories of it, and uh, I remember. I don't know if I watched it or just taped it. It was on some channel in the early 2000s or late 90s. And I still have that videotape somewhere. I, I don't know. Awesome. If, um, cool. Yeah, I don't know if it's different. I know that there were... Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about the differences in the DVD from the broadcast. But anyway, Kevin was nice enough to send me the, the two-disc set that uh, was released recently. I think the original release was a three-disc set that had a bunch of extras with it. We can talk about that later, too. Oh, wow. So we started watching it, my wife and I. My wife is about the same age. She remembers watching it and having good memories, too. And when we first watched the first couple episodes, it was just it was so bad. <laughs> I just don't remember it being that bad. It was. Yeah. It didn't seem to, to translate to being an adult, but uh, she gave up on it, so I kept watching it. <laughs> and the more I watched it, the more I started to enjoy it. I guess like Mark did, but mine, my span with it for that was only a few days <laughs> rather than a couple of years mm-hmm. so i'm i haven't watched them all yet but i do want to watch the rest of them some of them are cringe inducing really uh now <laughs> I, I think they would have been then yeah. too mm-hmm. but i don't know why i guess it went over my head because i was only 12 but yeah. i'm looking forward to watching the rest of them i'm in, i'm enjoying i'm starting to enjoy it a lot a lot more than i did originally last week when i started watching it 
<laughs> Kev, you want to go? Yeah. Um, I, I'm with Ferg. I, I enjoyed it and was cringeworthy. Now, Ferg's a lot older than I am. And I, I would have been, I would have been eleven, and, eleven and three quarters when he was twelve, and, um, and I could imagine being that age and watching this and loving it, uh, because it was, it was the eighties, and when, it, like, when the show opens up, just looking at the uh, opening credits, and the first thing I told Shelley, because this is the first time I've ever seen it, I've never seen this before. And uh, I told Shelly, I said, this is my old high school. That's exactly what this mm-hmm. is. It's built exactly mm-hmm, yeah. like Yorktown High School in the 80s when I was going to school. And um, Shelly has seen it before. And, and Shelly's much older than I am. And <sighs> she, um, she, but she did. She did remember seeing it. Uh, same, same response that you had, for where, where she watched it and going, I don't remember it being this cheesy. But then again, it was the 80s and we were cheesier then yeah mm-hmm. and uh you know now we're uh, boy, it's a, we're, we're very uh what is it battered and torn nowadays compared to the 80s because so much has happened <laughs> since then but that being said the 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 shows i watched were I, I managed three of them in one sitting and it was the first one which i made it almost all the way through until i realized that <laughs> that that one lady looked like mrs obama she looked like michelle obama and then i said okay let's go on to another one and uh, and then I Jeez. I watched. I had to go straight to the Halloween episode because that's me. And it it was uh, it was all right. And then uh, but the Pac Man Fever episode, I was I was hooked. And now I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing more. And you, and you started getting the rhythm of the show, and uh, and the way that it's it's written and the way it's done. And it's it seems like something that should be on a woman's network because it's it was written and produced by women. As as I was watching, um, and it seemed like it was it was catered towards women. It was a women's perspective of high school, is what it came across as for me so far on three episodes. I can see that, yeah. And uh, yeah. but I like it. I like it a lot. And I want to thank Mark Alley definitely. Thank you, buddy, for sending that over to us, uh, Chris and myself. Oh, yeah. Welcome. And uh, yeah, it was absolutely. a nice. And I and I didn't forward Ferg mine. I actually kept mine and and got him a new one. <laughs> oh, good deal. Mm. Well, the square pegs people will love us. Yeah, they will. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a great research. I'm sure they're all making bank off of the DVD sales of the 4.99 <laughs> DVD. Right, twenty dollars this week. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, like uh, I'd never seen this growing up. Never even heard of it until maybe about five years ago. Uh, I, I heard online somebody mentioned something about square pegs, square pegs. And uh, I'd never seen uh, anything on YouTube. I never looked it up uh, until uh, Mark suggested, hey, uh, we could we could do square pegs. And he sent us the DVDs. And uh, OK, so um, I, <laughs> I watched the first episode with my daughter and uh, uh, I wasn't too I, I didn't know if I could watch it anymore. Um <laughs> But my daughter really liked it, and so um, it's the age. Bracket. I didn't watch it. Uh, she she just turned ten. Okay, it's um, the age bracket. So, yeah. yeah, and so um, last night I sat down with her and we watched the first three. We watched the first one again, and uh, so we sat down and watched the first three back to back, and she really liked them. Cool. Um, I I thought they <laughs> I thought they were okay. Uh, I have two pages of notes that I want to get into with you guys, but. Um, Kind of like the same thing you were saying. I, 
I think it's okay now. Like I, I kind of get what what they were doing and 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 the voice and and the messages and stuff. I think with me, it's just I've seen so many better shows since then, um, like Freaks and Geeks, The Goldbergs, all that kind of stuff. I like all that better. Um, I think if I had probably seen this maybe in middle school, I probably would have liked it more than now. I see. Uh, anyway, we'll get into my notes. But um, okay, so. <laughs> Uh, I kind of want to watch the rest of the show just to see what happens. I read a little bit on Wikipedia about uh, why the show was canceled. Um, we can get into that in a little bit. But so I guess let's let's just talk about what we like about it, and then we can do what we don't like about it. So if you want to, we'll just do the same order, Mark. If you want to start with the likes, okay. Um, the likes, I'd, yeah. I'd say the first thing that I like. Um, and this is something that Dina, my wife, brought up too. She said, "All these people remind me of kids that I went to school with." Okay. And exactly. really, I mean, even now, obviously, I did. I'm not a girl, <laughs> and I didn't have the best friend who was, you know, with me like that. But, but nowadays, uh, I did relate. There, there, there were some guys, like the the two guys, the the kind of comic relief guys. The one, the. Uh, I guess one of them's Marshall. I'm looking here. Marshall is the kind of the one that talks fast all the time and always has the crazy jokes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, the comedian guy. Yeah, the comedian guy. And then there's the the dude who's the new wave one wearing the the headphones John, all the time. Johnny Slash. Yeah, those Johnny two are my favorite characters. <laughs> really, they're I thought they were funny and uh, uh, they kind of. You know, I guess everybody had friends that were kind of. There was that one that was just a little off like that, and there's somebody who's always like shooting their mouth off and trying to crack jokes and stuff, the class clown and all. And uh, those two really stood out to me as being, um, I know they're stereotypes, obviously, but that's the way these shows were made back then and even still are today. Uh, But I thought those two guys were really the best, and especially Slash, I thought he was really funny. Uh, All his lines and the way he talked about, and, and, you know, just, just talk about stepping right out of the 80s into your living room now. Uh, the way, you know, talking that way with the uh, totally, totally and all that stuff, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that, it was it was funny. And uh, and the you know, hair. I, that, those those would be two of the things. Those those characters were my favorites, definitely, in the whole show. OK, uh, Ferg. For me, it's the cast. I think the cast is really great together. A lot of them, I think it's their first uh, TV job. Uh, okay. I know that John. Femia, who played Marshall, I think he was in Hello Larry for a little bit, and um, Sarah Jessica Parker played Annie, I think, after Andrew McArdle did on Broadway. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Tracy Nelson has a huge pedigree. Her grandparents are Ozzie and Harriet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and um, she she's been around she, it, but is that the Valley Girl? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. and her brother. Okay. She are, was hilarious too. By yeah. The way. Her brothers are the band Nelson. You remember Nelson from the 80s? Really? That's right. <laughs> oh, no kidding. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. So I, I, from what I understand, I, I, I listened to all the, the DVD commentaries, and they have most of them back. Um, that was her first TV thing, and that, that was true for Amy Linker, too, who played Lauren. And I think Sarah Jessica Parker as well. And they, I think that was what, made me want to go back and watch more of them was watching the uh, the DVD extras where they all are interviewed, except for Merritt Buttrick. He passed away uh, in the 80s. Um, 
they all said how much they loved being on the show, how much they loved each other and how much they enjoyed the whole experience. And it seemed very genuine. And even um, uh, Tracy Nelson and Claudette Wells, Claudette played LaDonna. They're still friends today and they apparently spend Christmases with each other every year. Oh, beautiful. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah. So that's, that what, that's what made me go back. And that's really the draw of the show for me. I think the eighties too, because it's, it was, it's in the eighties. It's not trying to capture the eighties. So it's more, genuine and this is the 80s that i like the 80s before spray hair and uh hair metal and all that kind of stuff hey now watch it what's wrong with that (laughs) ferg look we asked if you wanted to be on the show i think that's that's why i like that better but my wife was like oh i wish i had that outfit it's like oh i wish i had that (laughs) (laughs) i do like the clothes better in the late 80s so yeah, if if that's any consolation to you, Mark, I think there's something about the ages of ten to twelve. It's like whatever was going on in the world at that time is like the best for you yep. forever. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, for me, it's like 1984, 1986, and anything that came out then is awesome. And Rocky Four was the best, and they should have stopped, you know, and that kind of <laughs> stuff. So uh, maybe that's what kind of what is going on here with you and Square Pegs, huh? Yeah, I think so. I respect that, Kev. <laughs> the good. What I liked about it, uh, uh, that the hair on Johnny Slash, because I had that. I had a big rat tail that went down the back before I grew it all out. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. Um, before he lost it all, huh? You know, Ferg. Yeah, he had a totally different head back in the eighties. Totally. Yeah, Ferg. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you came We've on. We've seen show the tonight. pictures on yeah. Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. got to put those in the show notes. Looking yeah. good. And and I'm a huge fan of Muffy Temperman. I who's, don't, who's that? Muffy play is Jamie played by Gertz. Jamie Gertz, and I I I have a huge crush she on. She played him. who? Muffy Temperman. Muffy, which one? Muffy. Oh, 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 oh. The oh, okay. annoying girl. The, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The annoying girl that would come. I was like, who is that? I, I missed that. Yeah. Uh, I have a Jamie huge, yeah, huge yeah. crush on her. So was... Okay, see, that's the thing. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Please, but please. I was trying to figure out what she was from, and I thought for a while she was Sarah Silverman. I know that's totally stupid <laughs> and ridiculous, right? But she's from Twister. Yeah. She's like Bill Bill Paxton's fiance in Twister. And that's she's what from, she's uh, from. The Lost Boys. Yeah, yeah, that too. So, yeah, I uh, came to that realization on my own, and I was very proud of myself. I didn't have to look it up, but, you know, <laughs> I did just look it up to prove it. I didn't know she was in Twister. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah. Well, she, she's huh. done a lot since then as well. She was on Seinfeld a ton, which, mm-hmm. which uh, well, actually once. But still, to me, that was my favorite episode with her because she said she's the one. I'm pretty positive she says, oh, and by the way, these are real and they're amazing. Wasn't she the one that said that? <laughs> I don't remember that. No, 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 no. She was in the stall. She was the one where they asked for, where uh, oh. what's her name asked for toilet paper. That's what it was. And she said, "I can't spare a square." That's right. That's what she did. Oh, I don't stall. Yep. Okay. yep. I'm looking now. But she was also on different <laughs> strokes, and and sixteen candles. She played Robin. She was in a, a really funny sitcom in the. Uh, Late nineties, early two thousands, like her, she was married to this guy and had kids, but they were kind of like uh, bad parents or something. Yeah, wasn't that? I forgot the, what it's called, but it was funny. Got it. Yep. And uh, yep. otherwise, but yeah, so that's that's what I liked about it. Um, and I'll wait till the not likes, and then I'll bowl boy while I talk. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like Kevin here. This is kind of a weird show for me. This is the first one where. Uh, 
Okay, so for my likes, uh, um, I liked some of the characters. <laughs> um, I thought uh, the the Muffy character was pretty cool, and uh, uh, the best friend, whoever that was, I thought I thought they were the best as far as like the acting, and they and I, you actually kind of at least well not you, but I felt that they were uh, the most into their characters. I I felt like some of the other people were just acting i don't know yeah. that doesn't make sense no but, it does mm-hmm. like a high school but, uh, anyway, i'll get it i'll get into all that but um yeah. yeah so so for what i like that's what i like um <laughs> um yeah this is really weird because i have two pages of things i don't like and usually <laughs> uh, it's well, be a long I, don't, I don't like being that guy i like being a positive happy guy but uh man uh okay so mark <laughs> we'll go back to you is well, there anything I, you don't I, I like I thought of something else that I liked. Okay. Uh, I liked the, um, I, I think they were, it was, I know the writing was kind of cheesy and stuff, but I think it was trying to be like more what real world stuff was than like, say, Welcome Back Cotter or something like that. Right. Yeah. Which was what, five or six years before this? Right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, if you just, if you think about like the difference between, I mean, clearly, Welcome Back Cotter is like a comedy that just happens to be set in a school. Yeah. Okay. And then Square Pegs was more like a thing that's set in a school. That was the primary um, conceit, was just like, you know, these kids all were all together, put them in these situations. But I think that comedy was like secondary towards, towards just trying to be a real realistic picture of what it was like to be in high school right then at that point in history. Mm-hmm. And I thought it went to lengths to try to be that way with like some of the things that they were, that were going on, like the, you know, the stuff in between classes and the, all the teachers that were so strange and funny and all that, you know, just these things. And, you know, I, I thought it was more, uh, more realistic in that way as to what I remembered school being like then, than say some of the other stuff that was going on. I mean, even think like, um, after this would be um, Say by the Bell, right? Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Set in a school, totally not about school, right? Right. Right. I mean, it's just, right. yeah. it, it, it's like, and it's, I think, way worse than this show, but that's just because I don't have a particular fondness or nostalgia for uh, Say by the Bell. <gasps> but I think Square Pegs was trying to be almost like a John Hughes type thing, uh, where it's, you know, more more realistic, more authentic, and something that kids can identify with and that's probably why it's well regarded today by uh by those who watched it back then but but tiffany amber thiessen <laughs> that, is true. that uh, is true i have one more like if i can throw it in there i have to give the show credit for having originality with the uh not originality but the real things were in there they had the real pac-man they had the real mm-hmm. mousetrap in in that one episode as well yeah yeah and um so that's one thing I liked in that John Hughes fashion as well, if I can use that as, as an example. The John Hughes would film a lot of surrounding things that were present in the time of that movie that he was working mm-hmm. on. And the same thing with this show. I've noticed that. If you look around, there's a lot of 80s goodies flying around in the show. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they weren't worried about like uh, product placement or getting right. sued or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like uh, e, uh, not E.T. Uh, or E.T. too, but uh, Poltergeist. In the kids' bedroom, there's Star Wars toys and all this kind of stuff. Right, but yeah. you, I love that you, stuff. Man. You, yeah. you couldn't do that now without having to pay Lucasfilm or you know, 
Right. Hey, it's right. ridiculous. Yeah, it? that's it's really neat watching a lot of the old old stuff because they they didn't care about that back then, and you could look at the posters and the pictures on the wall and what's on their bookshelf and see some pretty cool stuff. Yeah, very true. Okay, uh, Ferg, what uh, what do you like about Square Pegs? What do I like or not like? Uh, wait, what are we doing? You're gonna start. Like, Mark had another like, one that he liked. I had so another like, should... yeah. And then oh, okay, dislikes. okay. Yeah. No, we're starting so, to dislikes now. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> okay, uh, dislikes. Sorry, <laughs> I got I got distracted. <laughs> That's right. Who's going, me or Mark? <laughs> oh, you Did... want me to go with dislikes? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, the laugh track is abominable. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, it's just so terrible and grating. Yes. Uh, and I think it would have been like you know twice as good without the without the laugh track. Yeah, that, um, that, just, I think they did that a lot back then, though, right? So yeah, I oh, guess yeah. so. I mean, they used um, to do that like in the um, in some of the cartoons. Mm-hmm. They would put that like in some Scooby. of the Hanna Barbera cartoons. Yeah. They oh, would yeah. put a, a laugh That's track. Right. It's like, oh, about that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else did I not like? I don't know. At, I'm, I'm I was glad it wasn't an hour long show. You know, it was yeah. still short because <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. I felt like I could sit through I, it and not be. Totally bored the whole time. Um, okay, sure. I don't know. I, I I'll just stop with the laugh track for now. Okay, <laughs> I'm All sure right. other things will come up as you guys talk. It sounds <laughs> like Chris is going to take the majority of this time anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ferg? Yeah, I have to agree with the laugh track. Um, I'm, I don't know if you guys like Mash or not, but they when they put out the DVDs, you could have the option of having it on or off and awesome. it's a totally oh, different wow. show when the laugh track is off yeah i bet yeah. i bet yeah but aside from that and uh and beats is the one who she uh created the show out of her own experience i guess going to high school she was a writer on saturday night live okay and you can you can see a lot of saturday night live's influence on the show yeah. you know, casting and the, especially that introductory sequence you know the the the, with the theme song and everything. Yeah. Oh right, right. I think the same people did their introductory sequence for Saturday Night Live. Point. But yeah. she tried to to make it real by casting real people. I guess you know real, not beautiful, or however you would say, uh, perceived as beautiful by everybody, which was I guess was going on on TV. Like the the whole jiggle TV thing. Like one of the mentioned in the in the extras. Yeah, they wanted to get uh, yeah, away from that. Makes that. sense. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, okay, sure. So, so the the part I didn't like about that was that uh, Amy Linker they gave her fake braces and a fat suit to wear during the show. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought she looked That's fine. Awful. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think she, you know honestly. I thought she was way cuter than Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, when I was a kid, mm. I would have totally gone for her instead. But that's just me. I, I must have had a crush on one of them when I was a kid, but I don't remember. <laughs> and if I could just one one thing about the DVD that I guess can't be helped. You hear this a lot about DVDs. They had to take a lot of the music out that was in the original shows. Like um, at the at the bat mitzvah, I think is it the bat mitzvah? There's one scene where they're dancing and there's some kind of generic song playing in the background. It's supposed to be "Dance with Myself" by Billy Idol. No. Oh. And in the yeah. Christmas episode, the waitresses did the theme song for the show, Square Pegs. They also had Christmas wrapping in the Christmas episode, but they had to take it out for the DVD. Oh, which, yeah, that's ridiculous. Which I don't that's get at all. It, it kind of bug. When well, I they're found, in I, the first episode, right? They're in the first episode. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they sing that song. I know what boys like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, oh, it's all my list. Other, 
I guess all three of their. Oh, oh. it's on your bad list. That song is awesome. Yeah. What is wrong with oh, you? I know what, it's like all three of their hits were in the in the show, but then one of them That's got true. taken the first out. episode. Yeah. I know what guys want. Yeah, the, the first episode was a little on the horrifying side, but uh, yes. I'll have to watch it again. But I guess that's, I, I think I'm, like I said before, I I did not like it at first, but I'm coming around to it. So that's pretty much all the dislikes I have for the show. Okay. okay. Well, I I'm gonna go and attack Sarah Jessica Parker because I just I she looks like she would smell like baloney, just <laughs> she does. <laughs> That's just. What I do she, not have that on my list. That's a good one. I've always wanted to find out by speaking with uh, Ferris Bueller to find out what she smelled like. But otherwise, I just can't take the teeth. And everybody's teeth in this show are terrible. It's, it's not. It's not just Amy's fake braces on there. It looks like everybody just. Nobody owned a toothbrush in the eighties. And, and I shouldn't talk. I mean, I got a can opener on my face, but the. <laughs> The only person that had a decent set of teeth was uh, Johnny Slash. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's something I didn't like was the facial appearance. Because that's what matters. <laughs> that's what matters in life. So from I don't the like their, down, they were okay? Is that I what don't like saying? Face. As long as I, my eyes were closed, the show was great. Um, no, and then the, the Valley Girl accent, I wish it was a little bit more exciting with um, uh, what's, uh, Tracy Nelson playing jennifer i wish yep. she was she was a little more awake but i liked it i liked the valley girl stuff because when oh, i was okay. a kid you know i i you know 16 to not even younger than that maybe 13 till about 18 i loved the valley girls because there was a lot of open mouth chewing of the gum and there was a lot oh, yeah. of um, sentences that didn't make sense sort of like me when i talk now and I think that's why it's something You're I a valley enjoy. boy. Yeah, I am. I really am like for sure. <laughs> totally. Only guys. I totally. like, totally. like <laughs> so much am that. Oh, person. man. Can I ask you a question relating to that? Please. I think Johnny Slash kind of had a valley accent too, he a does. little bit. Yeah. But then in the Christmas episode, there was snow. So I was a little confused about where the show was taking place. Do you guys have any idea where it took place or where it was supposed uh, to take place? I Cali. thought it was Canada. I thought it was California. Because it's got I mean, that weem away, mo weem away, or whatever. I, it's like a. Uh, I thought. Yeah. Weem away high school. Yeah, I, I don't know. It looked like it was filmed in Canada. I don't know. I think you're no, right. No, it was. I think he's right. I think it is a Canadian high school. Well, I don't know. It was a, an abandoned high school in. Um, somewhere in California. I can't remember. Oh, oh they, really? They filmed oh. it, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there you yeah. go. It, it reminded take, me of the one. I'll take from, uh, Canada off my list. I was wrong. About that. <laughs> it reminded me of the school from Back to the Future. I don't know if it's the same one or not, but it sure reminded me of it. Yeah, I, it kind of does have that look. Yeah, I um, love that look, man. Yorktown High School, exactly the same. They tore that school down. My school, not to get off subject, but really quick. They tore that school down, and then when my daughter Kate went to the high school, it was like a mall. It was a shopping mall, and they actually had like a food court downstairs where my cafeteria was. Oh wow. wow! And yeah, wow. and and I was just like, "Good Lord, Arlington!" Man, oh, Arlington! <laughs> I, I had to bring my lunch to school every day. I never ate in the cafeteria one time. I ate at the cafeteria, but it was always like really bad burgers, like the Bubba Burgers or something you buy. I had to wow. eat cafeteria food every day. Wow, dollar ten, uh, baby. That's all it cost me. How much was it when you went to school? 
oh man, seventy five cents maybe. I don't know. Gosh. It was cheap. I think. Do you ever get beat up on the way? Uh, I think we paid with a check, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I, nobody beat me up. For Checks it, in no. the mail. <laughs> yeah. You better sign uh, this over to me, or I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> I would have been more. I would have been more prone to being like someone steal my lunch that I brought with me than you know that 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 would totally have happened uh, uh, to me. Mm. But I'm sorry, I deterred the Chris. What did you not like about this? Show? Oh boy. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> well, first of all, you know, talking with you guys, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a step back. Um, so I, I, I never watched the show as a kid, and I'm kind of looking at it now based on everything I've seen in my uh, life. Yeah. Um, but I could totally see where this would be groundbreaking for 1982, and. Um, <laughs> And, and, and I totally give it props for that. I, I'm, I don't mean to. I'm just going to play devil's advocate just from my point of view now. I do not like that opening at all. I don't like that the, the pictures with the weird coloring. <gasps> mm, uh, okay. That's just me. I think it's it's cool because it's different. I just don't like it. That's you know. They don't even what? have openings for shows now. No, they don't. Nope. Yeah, they just they cut right, right to in. it. Yeah. Costume. Um, I I like Johnny Slash. I think he was cool. Um. One of the things I noticed now, I'm sure like I only saw the first three episodes and it looked like it was probably getting better. But some of the lighting was really weird. It almost looked like uh, it was like a stage play or something, the way it was lit. Um, And sometimes when the kids were walking down the hall, you could hear echoes and like background noise and stuff. It just it it sounded and looked kind of cheap. And I know it's 1982 and I'm sure if I watched the A-Team, it wouldn't look that great either. But just taking notes from watching it, that kind of stood out to me. But it's not a big deal. I mean, it's 1982. It's not going to look like a Michael Bay movie. It um, might be because it was an actual school, not a set. I don't know if that would have true. anything Could that be. would make a yeah. difference or not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The episodes seem seem kind of choppy. Like, they don't flow very well to me. It's, it's a kind of a scene, and then the scene ends, and they're doing something else. And... Um, like I said, it, it may flow better as they kind of get their groove, um, but it was kind of like, oh my gosh, it's only been ten minutes. Jeez, when is this over? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you find yourself but, but, uh, in that fast and, forward and, and, and button. Some of it too is like the characters, not not the main, the two girls. They were always pretty consistent, but but some of like that guy, the punk uh, Vinny, like sometimes he's like this tough guy, and then sometimes he's kind of nice and. I don't know. It just it, it, it kind of had a weird like the vibe kind of changed sometimes and yeah, um, I don't know the plot. Yeah, Basically, yeah. Whatever they needed him to be, <laughs> whether sometimes he was the nice guy or the villain. Right. Yeah, and then um, so the waitresses that that band I hate them. I can't stand them. <laughs> oh no, uh, that I don't like the theme song. And no, that's the I, show for this week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Next time for uh, the. We're going to kick Chris out and start our own I don't, okay, like, I don't get the name. Like, the name's a weird name. The waitresses when this one girl and two guys, um, the the song, I know what boys like. You have the same objection to Queen. I just have to ask. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I'm trying to think. Good Charlotte. You got me. Why are the names ZZ Top? They don't wear top hats. That's good. How literal do we go? I'm sorry. Twisted no, you sister. Got me. You got me. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll I'll let that one go. But um, okay. uh, <laughs> but um, the song. The bangles. Oh, okay. Oh, oh man, I, I know what boys like is. Oh my gosh. Okay, maybe on the radio it sounded okay, 
but in the episode, it was horrible. Like she's ta- she's like talking through most of the song. Is that how the song really goes? Yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. Oh man, yeah, it is. Okay, okay. So yeah, so I still don't like it. Um, <laughs> you got like Christmas rapping. Um, don't you like Christmas rapping? I didn't see that one. Do they rap? No, but it's just you. You can't get away from it at Christmas time on the radio. Yeah. Oh, 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 I got you. Okay. Yeah. Get the season over with. Okay, so I don't like Christmas wrapping or the waitresses. Um, (laughs) Ouch. So, do they have other songs? Do they have other songs that are that are good or? (laughs) Those are pretty much three hits. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Oh wow. What's the third one? I haven't heard the third one. We hate so Chris. Square pigs, the square pigs, uh, square theme pigs song. I know what boys like. Yeah. Oh wait. Oh, their song is called Christmas Rappings. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant it was rapping about Christmas. Oh no, no. I'm sorry. I... <laughs> wow. No. Now the okay, one. Merry so Christmas. Merry Christmas. So I think I'll miss this one this year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That one. Oh. Okay. Totally different. I have not heard yeah. that one. That one. That one. Okay. I, I don't know that humbug, one. But that's really okay. uh, it the is other my two. Yeah, that, uh, I don't know if I want to hear it, but I'll try it. Uh, another, <laughs> Wait till Christmas. Another, yeah. <laughs> another really weird thing was in the second episode they do that play that that school play. Yeah. And that that the teacher's like it's going to be about a forbidden love between a teacher and a student, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, it's kind of awkward. I mean, what school would put on a play about a teacher and a student? Man. Maybe that's a Saturday Night Live thing. They're trying. To... You know I what I mean? That was part of the Anybody? Show, maybe. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if you didn't like that, don't watch the Bill Murray episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. What happens there? Oh, boy. The same thing, pretty much. Oh, boy. Not oh, as no. bad as that, but it's just very... It just that 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 was the tipping point for my wife. She's like, I'm not watching this anymore. They should have just yeah. went ahead and I called. Mean, I kind of get it because that's it's like a real thing that happens, but it's just kind of weird that the the show seems kind of funny at times, but then they're like, we're gonna put on a play about a romance, and then you're gonna kiss. I don't know. It's just, it just seemed kind of weird. It was very weird. They they yeah. touched on yeah. a okay. lot of they touched on a lot of weird things in there too. There was one episode where um, they were talking. It was a Halloween episode, and <laughs> Ooh, they have a Halloween episode. Yeah, they had yes. a Halloween episode, and and it was uh, Claudette Wells playing <laughs> Ladonna. You know where I'm going? And they made a joke about um, hoods with holes in them. Yes, white people wearing sheets. Not my favorite holiday. That's right. I hate that. I hate that. And there's quite a few jokes like that that you can't do nowadays. Well, you can, but you got to pay cable prices to see the show. So was this show, this show was aired, uh, I read on Wikipedia, it was aired like in the evening. So I kept thinking this was like a Saturday morning kind of. No kind no. of thing, but it, no. but it's not. It was, it was for it was older prime time, yeah, yep. an older audience, right? It wasn't for kids, really, mm-hmm. right? Or, right, because they make like sex jokes and stuff in there. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. In the opening line, it's like says about cleavage, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, that's not the first, Hannah Barbera. The episode, Let's put it that way. No. Yeah, because I was I was watching it with you know with my daughter. I'm like, oh whoa, whoa wait, what? And then um, <laughs> they make a, they actually make a pretty funny joke there um, when they're going to that the first episode. They're going to that dance, and the girls are like, you you have to walk behind us 
you have to come behind us and six paces behind us. And she said, like, like Prince Phillips, he always comes six paces behind the queen. And the comedian guy goes, oh, they must have a great sex life. (laughs) I'm like, that's pretty funny. But I'm like, whoa, whoa, this who's this show for? You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, of course, you know, my daughter didn't get it, but I'm like, oh, I don't. It's just kind of I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about the show. I don't know who it's who's supposed to be watching it. I think it was still. I think it was something that was written it for a women's like point for of teenagers. View of high or, yeah, oh yeah, I think yeah. so. I, I, things have gotten a lot more PC, a lot more since then. I mean, even the, I think in the first episode, you got the isn't there um, their team like some sort of Native American thing, and he's running around in the headdress yeah. going yeah. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and then right. later yeah, on yeah. they want to call the women's football team the squaws, which I think is uh, a, wow. uh, considered offensive now. So, oh okay, yeah, yeah. and then all the uh, teacher student stuff. Too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that was always that. offensive, but you know, yeah, it is over thirty. I didn't, I didn't think old. twice about it back then. Well, in the um, the second episode when they're doing that play and uh, Parker gets the 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 lead role. Vinny comes up and he's like, "Hey, where were you hiding that voice?" And he tries to look down her shirt, and then she she said, uh, "Somebody says something about it. it's in her. Oh, it's in my jeans." And then the Valley Girl goes, "Nope, it's not there either." It's like looking at her butt. <laughs> like, I mean, it's pretty funny, but it's I just I was just kind of thrown off because I I went into it thinking this is for you know middle school kids, but I guess it's not. Dude, do you know what middle schoolers are into now? Yeah, this is well, now yeah. Pokemon Go, but never mind. But before Pokemon <laughs> Go came and changed the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess that's true. I, I yeah. just, I don't know. I guess I try to shelter my kids. No, it's, it's, you, you, and well, you should. Yeah, you totally should. Because no, yeah, nobody but, else uh, is doing it. Do it. Yeah. Totally. But I, I did learn one cool thing. I learned something really romantic uh, that I can do with my wife next time like we have a date. I could uh, show her my old paper route because apparently that's like super <laughs> romantic. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> weird. <laughs> He's like, I got to show you something really meaningful. Oh, my you deliver here route. too? That's uh, so sweet. I said, I oh, what do you say? Oh, you deliver here too? That's so sweet. I was wondering if this was kind of a reaction to Fast Times at Richmond High. Because it's yeah. kind of similar in the adult themes, very, but it's, it was only a month before, so it oh. couldn't have been. Yeah. I tell you what, Fast Times at Regimont High, I I never watched that when I was a kid. I heard about it. There was a lot of I, – I couldn't watch rated R movies when I was in – like growing up. That was just a no-no. Right. So when, I got, when we got married, Dina was like, oh, we need to watch some movies. What do you want to watch? And I'm like, I don't care. So we ended up watching some of these old movies from the 80s. That I had never seen, like Porky's and uh, Fast, Times at Ridge, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So I thought Fast Times at Ridgemont High was going to be this ha ha comedy, funny, hilarious thing, and it <laughs> no. is totally not no. that. No, it's not that at all. And I I've was ne- like, I've oh man, that it. is so. De- it's like depressing and like <laughs> gut wrenching. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, wow. Okay. Dude, it's it's not a funny movie at all. I mean, there are yeah. funny parts, but it's like, wow. It's like the polar opposite of John Hughes movies. Exactly. I was expecting that, and that's totally not what I got. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. But, yeah, I I think this is similar to that. It felt felt similar to that. Um, I could definitely see the influences there, maybe. So in the the third episode, when they do that Pac-Man episode, 
when the comedian kids all uh, like sucked into it, they bring in this Father Sarducci guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like a is that a real guy or, yeah, or what? Yeah, a comedian from his name. Go ahead. Anybody from, want to take it or should take I? Take it because you ahead, probably know ahead. more than me. Um, he's his name is Don Novello. He's a comedian. He was okay. on Saturday Night Live as the as the character, the Father okay. Guido Sarducci. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he's he's very funny. He's got a, a comedy album out as Father Guido Sarducci from the '80s, and he does a really funny Beatles medley. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotta work the Beatles a, in. That's. That's another thing about uh, this show is like you can tell sometimes they're referencing things that that I I didn't yeah. I didn't get, but I guess back again. then again I, it was steeped in its time. Yeah, you know a lot of the stuff that we talk about. They could you couldn't have a Pac Man episode in, uh, you know, Welcome Back Carter or Saved by the Bell. Yeah, you could only have it for this show. I, I thought the Pac Man episode was really cool. That was my favorite uh, because of the arcade stuff and then of course. You know, seeing that kind of stuff, but yeah, it was pretty neat when he was like, they tried to break him of it, and he was sitting there at the table, like moving quarters or whatever, like he was yeah. playing the game. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I did him. like that episode, but I have to say that uh, the episode of Give Me a Break, where I think Sam is addicted to video games, which was better in my opinion. Well, I need to watch that then. Yeah, oh, there's another one. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, give me. A, I forget which season it was. It was one of the earlier ones. Give me a break. Wow, I haven't heard yeah. of that forever. I read on, on Wikipedia this morning, well, actually, it's a different website, but it was talking about, like, why this show got canceled. The article was saying that it got canceled because of uh, the uh, the lady that was running the show was hard to work with, with some people, and apparently there's a lot of cocaine and drug use and a lot of partying and uh, sex going on, even with the minors, I guess, Ooh. and, and the, <laughs> the show... Uh, oh, boy. The show just got kind of out of control, and like the, um, I guess what the article is saying by interviewing people is the, I don't know if the lady that created it wrote every episode, but she would no. turn in scripts and it and and they it was almost like she wrote them when she was high or something. Oh my gosh! And nice. so they had they had a real problem like with consistency and whatnot, and then yeah. I guess maybe even some of the money there's money issues. Um, but by the end, they were saying that the, the the show started really vibing towards the end. But by then, all of that stuff caught up with it, and they they pulled the plug. So, did so, you, have you guys ever heard of any of that? Or no, I hadn't. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm guessing that wasn't on the DVD extras. <laughs> no. Well, did, am I the? Did you watch them, Mark? Because I, I did I not. Think... Wa- I have. I had the. Uh, we've got the older version and the yellow copy. Is it? Uh, I'm not sure. It three it's discs? got all those. It's two discs. I'd have to look and see. Okay, mine is, maybe mine's two disc. Okay, mine is also. But I thought the one that came out because it, uh, one of them talks about their MySpace page. <laughs> so I think. Oh it wow! Was, yeah, that's probably it was recorded one. in 2007. But yeah. a lot of them said that they thought it was either the fact that they were isolated, where they were filming because they weren't actually in Hollywood. They were at this old mm-hmm. high school, and I can't remember the name of the town. It was a weird town name. We more. Either either that or <laughs> what was the other thing they said? Did they say something else? Maybe it was just that. Because a couple of them mentioned that they were really far away and they weren't subject to the same kind of scrutiny that the shows that were in Hollywood right. were subject to. Right. So they yeah. figured instead of trying to police it from afar to just shut it down. I mean, I didn't I don't know anything about they didn't mention, of course, you know, having sex with each other or anything like that. So Goodness. so I don't know. They all have good things to say about Ann Beats, but she didn't really do anything after. 
after this. Not much, at any rate. Oh, wow. Yeah. We should go through the list of the episode guide and try to figure out which ones were when she was high and which ones were when she was not high. <laughs> I, I think I found one that was when she was high. It was, it was Stepanowicz papers. When Mr. Stepanowicz starts his new job as a school janitor, Lauren dreams of becoming Mrs. Stepanowicz. Oh Patty tries God. to talk some sense into her friend, but it looks like Lauren needs to learn the hard way. I think we're seeing some recurring themes here that are very Yeah, strange. Yeah. Okay, which one's Lauren? Is that the Valley Girl? Uh, no. no that's Lauren the, is the uh, one with the braces. Oh, yeah, okay. And Step Stepanowicz or whatever? Who is that guy? Um, I, is he? Does it say what teacher? No. Okay. It's not. I think it's just they got a new. It's just for that one episode, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds. That's interesting. So that's at least three episodes that deal with that theme. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's very <laughs> odd. <laughs> wow. Out of like we'll, one. Let's we'll see season. if I can figure out who Mr. Stepanowicz was. Uh, no, it doesn't. Maybe let's see. I'll try to find out. You guys are talking about something else. And the uh, the the guy that played Slash, I knew he looked familiar. He was the guy. He's Kirk. Uh, um, yeah, he's Captain Kirk's son. Yeah. Yeah, and, and cool. he he died when he was twenty nine. That's pretty sad. What did yeah. he pass away yeah. from? AIDS. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh God bless him. Wow. He was eighty nine or something like that. Yeah, he'd only been acting for six, seven, eight years or something. Yeah, he was a lot older than the the two girls, the leads. They were only sixteen when they started, so that they tried to make that real too. That you know that they were actually in high school, and I think uh, Jamie Gertz was as well. Uh, 16, but I think the other kids, I know that uh, Merritt Buttrick, um, Johnny Slash was like 22 or something like that, and I think uh, Johnny was like 25 or something like that. Yeah, he, he looks, Vinny, he looks, Vinny, he looks, sorry, yeah. He looks older. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of like Stalker Channing in Greece, I guess. Okay, I got a question for you. On the first, the first episode, when they, when they do the, um, the, like, opening pep rally in the, um, the African American girl starts singing. Is she really singing, or is that lip singing? That's Michelle She's lip singing, but she did record the song. Okay, okay, that's kind of what I thought. But uh, and so then the second episode when they do the play, uh, Parker sings a yes. song. Is that Same really thing. her? That's Same really thing? her. Okay. Yeah. According okay. to what I, uh, the uh, DVD actress, yes. Okay, and so then Vinny sings. Is that that's really him? That I don't know. <laughs> okay, now he's the, he's he. It looked like he was, but you know, I don't. I'm yeah. not an expert. Right. Cool. I forgot to say uh, the one of the good things about this Devo showing up at the at the bat mitzvah. Yeah, Devo. Yeah. That, is that the ones that wear those weird hats? Yep. Are you serious? They look like clay right pots. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> one thing you got. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not the music guy. That's uh, he's like 21 thing. years old. <laughs> you, you, you have to remember. <laughs> yeah, that, those that's those guys. What uh what are they known for? Whip it. Oh my gosh. What else? <laughs> <laughs> for being Devo, a, man. What Yeah. Oh. They did a so cover they, of Satisfaction that was really good. Uh what else would I, they didn't really have very many hits besides Whip It, really. Wow. No, but they were they're, just they're so just weird known. and awesome. You know, they had like just for being weird. That's they what were fun. Mean. They were fun to watch. They always dressed up in weird like suits and things. And okay, so they were like a yeah. like a show. It's kind of like I, I guess I don't yeah, know. Way, way ahead of their time. Okay. Yeah. Are you familiar with Weird Al? Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty cool. Uh, dare to be stupid. Have you heard of the Beatles? <laughs> uh, not a big fan of the Beatles. Okay. 
That's I'll. I'll let Ferg, you know. Ferg's like I'm leaving. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. Wow. no, but Weird Al is is really was uh, really influenced by them. He does like a style parody of one of their song of their music, uh, Dare to Be okay. Stupid, and then I think the second album, uh, Polka's on Forty Five, leads off with uh, uh, Jocko Homo by the Devo. So, okay. Dare to be stupid on the Transformers the movie soundtrack. By oh, the way. is it? Yep. I yep. had no idea. Right, oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Nice. And Weird uh, Weird Al actually did a voice of one of the characters in a uh, one of the animated right. shows several years ago. So yeah, he yeah, did the, cool. uh, the trash guy. Yeah. Yeah, Rick Gar. Yeah. I was just watching <laughs> that the other day. That's cool. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. All right, I got a I got a trivia question for you guys. Now okay. something's been bugging me for years. Okay, I I knew of two TV theme songs that worked in chopsticks into the music, and I knew there was a third one, but I couldn't remember what it was. And Square Pegs has two theme songs: it had the Square Pegs by the Waitresses, and then it has I think it's called Chopsticks. I th- I can't remember who wrote it. Maybe it was Tom Scott. I don't know, but it works in chopsticks. So that was the third one I was looking for. Can you do you guys have any idea what the other two were? It's probably, yeah. yeah. I, I'll give you a, one hint. That it, one of them is a very famous cartoon. Oh, Jetsons. Uh, the Jetsons. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. The Jetsons. Yeah. Oh, nice. I love the Jetsons theme. Me too. So the other one, of course, is everyone's favorite, My Three Sons. Oh, I don't remember that one. Oh, it's just me, Kevin. That was, old, that was old even when I was a kid. So yeah, Kevin, did you watch it in uh, reruns? My, my three sons. Yeah, um, not in reruns. I watched them when they were actually out. They <laughs> did not. <laughs> actually, the father from my three sons. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, no, I I did see them in reruns. I love that show very much. What okay. what is what is my three sons about? It's about a guy with his three it's about kids. About his mother and. Uh, <laughs> Her, her four girls. <laughs> I, you know, as soon as I said that, I was like, "Here we go." Story about a man named Brady. Oh, I think it's a widowed father <laughs> with a trying to raise three sons with his um, live-in maid guy, right? I think or is so. it his uncle? Same I thing. It was an uncle, but I could be wrong. Is it uncle Charlie, is it? I can't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. Is it really I, an uncle, or is it like? I just remember I, the I, tapping I, feet. Or, what sorry, are they like Chris? What? Are they? Are they? Was it like a? Were they lovers before it was okay? Or no, no, no. <laughs> okay. Did you guys catch that in the play episode? No. Where um, Jennifer was trying to to, to uh, allude to the sexuality of the uh, the drama teacher. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Yeah, my da- my daughter was like, "What is she trying to say?" I was like, "Oh, no. yeah." <laughs> she, she has gas, honey. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess all told, I thought I thought the show was okay. Um, you know, when when we look through things that are old, older like that, it's hard to separate the nostalgia from the actual how how good something is. Right. Um, yeah. I know. Like I I loved Voltron when I was a kid. I thought it was the greatest show ever. Mm-hmm. And then it came out on DVD, and I watched like the first five episodes with my kids, and they were bored to tears, and so was I because it was terrible. It was just bad. <laughs> and it just kind of hurt my feelings that it was that way. Yeah. And l- hearing Chris talk, it's like he's he can't separate 
all the stuff that he's seen since then from when this came out. Right? Yeah, it drives and me he crazy. he doesn't have any memories of it being at that time. So it's like, he doesn't... I mean, I, I know this sounds incredibly snooty, and I'm not trying to pick on you, Chris, or whatever, but <laughs> you just you don't appreciate it because you weren't there. Yeah, right? Chris. Right. Yeah, that's and, you know, like yeah, that's uh, another true. example. Like I watched Akira when I was a, when I was a teenager. The the anime blew my mind. It was like one of the greatest things I've ever seen before. It came out on Blu-ray. Watched it with my kids. One of them literally fell asleep thirty minutes into it. Yeah, and the other one, I think, only politely watched it with me. And I was talking to a friend of mine about it. I was like, "Dude, my kids did not like watching Akira. They didn't think it was like the coolest thing ever." He's like, "Man, they've seen The Matrix." Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't yeah. beat that. They don't care yeah. about Akira. He said at the time it, it, it was it was mind blowing, but he said it's just been top since then. Yeah, and yeah, I, I think that's the way it is with 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 something like Square Pegs. I mean. It was adequate for the time, pretty good, maybe above average show. It didn't last long, so it doesn't have like a legacy type thing. Yeah, uh, it was kind of a flash in the pan, I guess you might say. Uh, and it's probably been you know superseded by dozens of shows that are better since then that are similar in tone. But you know, for those of us that are nostalgic for that kind of stuff, I mean, it is like going into a time machine, and that's valuable. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I totally, I totally agree with Mark. Um, I just, I want to be clear on uh, for for from from my point of view is I hear uh, people that'll watch like for instance uh, what's a cartoon that I really like uh, I don't know GI Joe or whatever mm-hmm. um, and or uh, maybe not even that yeah GI Joe okay or He Man let's say He Man okay so people are like He Man and they're like they'll watch it now and they're like oh this is crap the animation's crap it's it's just selling toys okay and it's hated that, that too by the way yeah mm-hmm. and that that kind of thing like. When when I when I hear like adults say stuff like that, it kind of gets on my nerves because it was first of all it's like thirty years old. Mm-hmm. It was made for a speci- It was made in a specific time for a specific audience. Yeah. You you watching it now as a thirty year old man or woman or whatever, you're not the audience anymore, and it it's not it wasn't made now. So. Yeah. To, to, to just watch it and go, oh, it sucks. Well, it does suck compared to everything now. But, okay, I don't, I don't want to be that guy and say, you know, Square Peg sucks or whatever, and I don't like it. Because watching it now, it's, it's, I kinda, I'm kind of getting into it, and it, it's cute. And I'm sure if I watched them all, I'd probably like it a lot more. But I could totally see where watching it, if I was 10, 12, 13, 14, or whatever, I would really dig it. And I don't want I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, this is crap because I'm 30 and I, I didn't watch it. I totally agree yeah. with Mark and I totally respect, you know, wh- where where it came from and, and what it did with the music and the fashion and, and the voice that it was saying at that time. I totally get that. No, you don't. You're just saying that <laughs> because Mark is listening <laughs> and, and well, you things, know, if you shelled out five bucks for it, I bet you'd like it more, Chris. Probably. <laughs> well, think of it this way too. Like now, when you watch a kids show, they know that people are watching kids shows with their kids, like adults, and they put little things in there that make it mildly entertaining for the adults. Yeah. You know, if you go to a, you know, there's a ton of jokes in a Pixar movies that kids don't get, for instance. Right. Right. And I don't think that happened back then. You know, if you if you go back and watch Thundar the Barbarian. There's not any adult stuff, uh, adult-oriented stuff in that. It's supposed to just keep the kids glued to the tube for 20 minutes. 
And I think this was supposed to be the same thing for 13-year-olds, basically. Yeah. If I may, I personally, I agree um, with what everybody is saying, if I can say that. But uh, you have to look at the time period when it was released, too, um, and the politics that were going on around that time period and the ad, the quality of acting back then, too. Um, right, right. You look at some of the movies that came out in that time period, and the acting was not that great as it is now where everybody's trying to get that academy award it was very few and far between that you would find some really good actors in the early 80s and uh so there wasn't much to follow for television too and they're also following shows like three's company and you know like maybe good acting in a show like mod or mm -hmm. you know and that was early 70s but you didn't have much to go so if you if you look at the surrounding area and also living in that time period that show was probably a great hit unfortunately it ended because of the uh, internal squabbles and terrible things that were going on apparently <laughs> yeah. but but yeah the the for the time period i think it was pretty good um and i do want to see the rest of them i really do uh, the first the first episode is not good it really isn't <laughs> and no it's not <laughs> it, it picks up after that i think i forget which one of you mentioned that but i i think it did I was watching some of the later episodes, um, aside from the Bill Murray episode, it did kind of pick up a better vibe or it yeah. got more cohesive or something. I, it, I enjoyed the later episodes more. I think, um, building on what you guys were saying, that when you revisit something from your childhood, whether you saw it at the time or not, it's a crapshoot whether you're going to like it or not. I mean, I watched Gilligan's Island every single day, and I cannot watch Gilligan's Island now. <laughs> no, it was not, it's not good. Yeah, and there was a time when uh, my wife and I, uh, I showed, I wanted to show her a movie I loved when I was a kid, and I it was Gleaming the Cube, and I showed it. Well, maybe I wasn't a kid, but I loved the movie, and I thought she would like it too, but she couldn't stand it. And then, yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen. I did not. I was, please uh, send uh, your emails to instrumentally at gmail dot com for this. What I am, uh, <laughs> I did not see the Goonies in the eighties. Oh, and my wife. Oh, 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 <laughs> I, I am vindicated. It's all my wife. <laughs> my wife loved the Goonies, and she wanted me to see it. And I watched it, and I just, I didn't, oh, no. I didn't, I didn't Easy. catch on to it. Oh, oh no! It was because I wasn't a kid. Where's the when I watched butt? it? Where's the eject button? When did that come out? Eighty-five. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. worry, Ferg. If I was fifteen years old, way. that would have been probably like my first instance of nostalgia from my childhood if I had seen that. Yeah. Because I love doing stuff like that. I mean, mm -hmm. it wasn't on the scale of the Goonies, but it just didn't click with me as an adult. Right. So maybe you like the remake. It's a crapshoot. Do you guys find your your kids loving this stuff though? Uh, I'll tell I'll tell you a story. We went and saw Jurassic Park, the new one. Uh -huh. Yeah. And my kids liked it, and and I was kind of on the fence, and I was like, "You need to watch the first one." And we sat down to watch the first one, and after like ten minutes, they were bored out of their mind. Yeah. And I'm like, what? This is awesome. They're like, no, no, that's boring. <laughs> to us, it was yeah. awesome because we had never seen a dinosaur that clear in yeah. any movie prior to Jurassic Park. But these kids have watched it on the Discovery Channel, the History Channel, Sesame yeah. Street, you know, Mr. Rogers. Although it's funny, though, because my daughter did like, uh, she did like the square pegs, I guess because it's girls in high school and she's hm. about to get in fifth grade. So I could see where... Mm, yeah, you know, but for I just me, wonder how much of it is is me rubbing off on my kids 
or oh, not. right. Like, sure. You know, they love Ferris Bueller's Day Off because I've made them watch it like a million times. Is yeah. it, is it really? because, Is it because I love it that they like it too, or do they genuinely like it on their own? You or you know what? Them. You Connor them watched like out. he watched every single Family Ties, every single A Team, every single Airwolf on Netflix. He just went through all these, nice. and uh, you know he he liked them. He enjoyed them. Um, I guess not all the old stuff is bad, but then I like trying to sit down and watch Airwolf with him. And it, I, I didn't think it was that great. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I it's, guess it just depends on the I started, uh, thing. I started watching murder. She wrote again and, uh, I, I really like that show, but my kids won't sit with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's a my matter. My grandma would love you, man. <laughs> Mark, I think it's a matter of the Walton's um, Matlock and murder. She wrote, that's all they want to watch. All, that's all she watches. Mark, oh, I, Mark, I think it's a matter of the fact that that it's something with dad and it's that quality time as well. But it's going to it's going to mean a lot like later in life when they're our age. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And they'll now, look back and say, oh, I remember when we watched uh, Airwolf with dad. Come yeah, come and see. The, and true. they'll be telling their kids when you're the grandpa, they'll be saying, hey, come, come here and, and take a look at this. We used to watch this with Grandpa Marky, you know, and they'll be like, Grandpa Marky, who's that? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. My dad didn't watch much TV with me when I was a kid, so maybe they'll maybe that's uh, something they will have. So that's good. Yeah. How did that's kind of what I was going to ask you guys because I don't remember my dad saying, "Oh, you need to watch this." No, is it my because dad. this stuff no. wasn't available or like it is now? Because my dad would watch stuff and listen to certain radio stations, and just by the fact that he was watching it, I enjoyed it because I would I would stop and maybe watch with him or right. you know, it was in the car, he would listen to Oldie Station and that's why I like Oldies now. But he yeah. didn't say you need to listen to this or something like that. That I find that when I do uh, we don't have kids, we have a niece and a nephew uh, two nephews and we try to get my niece to watch Yellow Submarine and she just could not she didn't want to do it. Yeah. And, yeah, so. <laughs> Either with Chris, apparently. So. Well, for me, I think I think for, for oh, go ahead, Kev. Well, real quick, I'm sorry. Um, uh, for me, it was uh, uh, sports. My dad loved watching football or boxing, and I hated both when I was growing up. I just couldn't stand it, and so that it was treacherous. But with Caitlin, um, when she found out who Jerry Lewis was through me. She just mm. went off on a rampage, and and some of you might know she did a couple episodes, one uh, podcast on Jerry Lewis with me because she's such a fan, and she knows more than me, and I love that. That's a connection. We'll sit down and watch a Jerry Lewis movie over and over again, and just still laugh like two year olds. It's wonderful. Nice. I I was forced to listen to country music for the first ten years of my life, Ooh. and now I hate it. <laughs> so I know that feeling. I don't know. Some of that may be okay, may be part of it. Uh, you know, my dad he loved watching Clint Eastwood movies. That was his big thing. Yeah. Uh, and I've tried to watch those. And when I do, I think of him. Sure. And you know, they're good. He, Clint Eastwood's got a lot of awesome movies. Uh, yeah, but uh, old westerns. Too. Yeah, yeah. I forget yeah. about yep. those. My dad, uh, growing up, I don't really remember my dad watching that much TV at all. He was. Uh, my parents are kind of like busybodies, I guess. They like to stay busy doing stuff. And my dad was either working on the car, working on the house, or working on the yard. You know, he's always kind of, yeah. you know, he grew up on a farm. So I guess he had that, he didn't have a lot of TV. And so I guess when, at least when what I remember, me and my brother watched a lot of TV. And then I remember my dad watching Murder, She Wrote, and The Father Dowling Mysteries. But that's about <laughs> it. And yeah. I like both of those shows. So yeah. uh, I guess he just didn't. 
he didn't have it growing up. And then when we were kids, he just had to take care of so much stuff, you know, fixing whatever. And it just wasn't even now, even now my parents don't even watch that much TV. So I think, you know, we watched Dallas and things like that that were on, but mainly with, with dad, I, I, he, he just came home and took a nap. He was so tired after work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he'd tolerate whatever the kids wanted to watch most of the time, which is good, I guess. He never really stopped me from watching anything, um, I guess that, and, and maybe he should have. <laughs> I'm gonna have to ask my I'm gonna have to ask my parents because I remember you know watching the A Team, Dukes of Hazard, all that stuff, and I can't imagine that they didn't watch some of that with us. I'll have to ask mm-hmm. them. Maybe they remember. Maybe my memory's just skewed a little bit. Yeah, I think we just you know we watched like the Dukes of Hazard all together, for example, and yeah, you know things like that. Not to throw back, but I have to. Uh, Tracy Nelson, who played the uh, in Square Pegs, yeah. the uh, she was in the Father Dowling mysteries quite a bit too. Yeah, I just Sister found that Steve, out this morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, that's funny. That's, that's crazy. Funny. Yeah. All right, so uh, I know Ferg's got a split here. Uh, any last thoughts, uh, Square Pegs? What's your What's your last thought, Mark? Um, you know, it. I I think it's worth watching from a historical perspective and. I don't have a strong negative feelings about it, like some other unnamed person on this podcast. But Chris. I'm not going to say it's my favorite, and uh, I definitely want to watch through them all with my wife, just because I know it's important to her. Um, yeah, but, Chris. Uh, you know, it's it's okay, and it's a nice little window back into the past, which I appreciate. Yeah, Chris. <laughs> wow. Go ahead, Ferg. Um, I think yeah, it's very lodged in its time, so you have to you have to take that. Um, well, I, I don't know. It's you have to remember that when you're watching it, I guess. Um, try to cut it some slack and uh, let it. You have to watch a few episodes. Once you get past, it's kind of rough. It's a rough start, but it, it does get better uh, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think my childhood memories of it are pretty safe. So cool. I, yep. I love the fact that Shelley loved it. She loved that show when it was out, and she did watch it quite yeah. often, and that makes it special. Number two, Mark purchased it for me, and that makes it special oh. as well. And it's <laughs> and I like that. I like, you're welcome. It's like you're, you're included in the viewing nice. of it, and it also came with two wonderful books. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that. Um, and, yeah, uh, I love the fact they have a Halloween episode and a Christmas episode, and that's yep. very important to me because you don't really see too much of that unless you're watching The Simpsons. And uh, awesome. And so, yeah, I, I think I'll watch them uh, a lot more. And thank you. My name's Kevin. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, after, after talking with you guys, I think uh, I, I came off a little harsh here. Uh, yeah, Chris. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely, I'm definitely going to watch the rest of them, especially since my daughter's digging them. I think it'll be really cool for us to watch them together. That um, is cool, yes. I do like some of the characters. I like the Valley Girl. I like Slash. I like the uh, best friend. Yeah, I definitely think it's, it's rooted in its time, and I think that's pretty cool. Um, so definitely I'm going to take another step back and um, – uh, um, I, I would recommend this. I, I think it's pretty cool, actually. Um, despite all the little nitpickings, I just that's just you know I just did that for the show just to to write down you know write down what I what I don't. You know, I would do that. For, yeah, I do that for all this stuff we talk about. But uh, this one was just <laughs> kind of rough. So but, uh, would you say it's better or worse than Mazes and Monsters? Oh man. <laughs> 
Oh, way, way worse. Oh, oh man. I wish I, when I listened when I listened to that episode, I wish I was on it because I would have been the oh, no. voice in favor of litmus. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. We have to get Ferg on here. Oh, no. man. I no, love no that movie. Um, actually, I, you love it like, because it's so bad? Is it? Is that it? <laughs> I honestly think it was good. I did think it was good, yeah. <laughs> Got the wow. book and everything. Yeah. Oh, you read the book too? <laughs> yeah. I had to read. I felt compelled to read the book. <laughs> oh man. Oh. We, we need to do uh, like a, a. We need to like revisit. A, yeah, yeah. A revisit show and have Ferg talk about that. Oh wow. Wow. Uh, no, I, I don't think, think it's worse than um, than um, Mazes and Monsters. I, I think it's pretty cool. I, like you said, it, the first episodes are pretty rough. Yeah. Just as far as like the vibe and like the uh, the um, consistency. But uh, I'm sure if if I you know I haven't watched a lot of eighty stuff lately, so I'm sure if I watched some old uh, A team or whatnot, it'd probably be just as bad. But uh, yeah. so definitely, I, I, I'm kind of taking a step back. I I think it's definitely worth the watch, and I can appreciate all it all it has to offer. So with that being said, uh, thank you guys for being on here. And uh, if you would uh, go ahead and g- give a shout out, tell us tell the uh, audience about yourself, where they can find you, what you do. Uh, you can find my stuff at markalley.com, M-A-R-C-A-L-L-I-E.com. I'm, I've, I've been blogging quite a bit lately there. You can uh, purchase my books there, which are uh, very uh, relevant to people who would enjoy stuff from Square Pegs back in the 80s. Definitely. Um, I've actually been uh, having a fun little summer project I've called uh, done called Star Trek Haikus. I've been watching Ooh. an episode of the original Star Trek every day this summer and then taking a screenshot of it and putting a haiku about that episode on it, and I've got a gallery going at my website and on Twitter too. So you can Very follow cool. me at, at Mark Alley on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Mark Alley, whatever, and check the stuff out. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, I host the Atari 2600 Game by Game podcast, which is a podcast about the Atari 2600 games. Uh, game, yeah. That is at uh, 2600, darn it. It's <laughs> 2600 <laughs> Game by Game podcast, podcast at uh, blogspot.com. Yeah. I also do a uh, podcast with Kevin called Please Stand By and also a podcast uh, with uh, Kevin and Chris called the League of Extraordinary Podcasters. You can find both of those on zerbaner.wordpress.com. Thank you. And lastly, I'm in uh, on a podcast called Atari Visions, which is about one game across all the systems, uh, pre-crash systems, pre-Nintendo systems. That's at antarivisions.blogspot.com. Hey, nice. Thank you. Thank you. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Hey. <laughs> you can you can find all of my stuff at zerbinator.wordpress.com. Um, I also do a show with Ferg as well, and Christopher Tupa, um, the Extraordinaries, uh, Extraordinary League of Podcasters. It can be find it can be founded at extrapod.wordpress.com. Oh, sorry. Oh no, that's fine. <laughs> I figured I'd help, but you can also find it at, at Zerbinatorland. Um, I also want to say that I do have a cover version I did one Christmas of the Christmas rapping song with a friend of mine, Barbara Lopardo, singing the lyrics. And I'm going to send that to you, Chris, so you can put it at the end of the show. Dude, okay. that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to put in the show is some music by the waitress. Awesome. Sure. I thought you would love that. <laughs> but Lock, it's Kevin Lock doing Charlie. it. So. It's, no, no, it's I'm, playing, I'm playing all oh, of the instruments. Awesome. Oh, that'd be cool. And yeah, my, I've never heard that song. Yeah. I think you'll like it. And and Barbara sang all the parts and then I, I well, rapped all the parts and I played all the instruments, bass, drums, guitars. So there you go. Okay. Awesome. Nice. Very, cool. Very cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'll put that in there. And uh, cool. you can find all of uh, all my artwork, uh, my blog posts, Tupacast stuff at ctupa.com. So thank you guys so much for being on here. It's, it's pretty awesome. It's, uh, it's really cool talking about something that uh, I don't really know anything about. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. uh, but definitely, I've, uh, I, it's definitely sort of made me change my mind a little bit. So I appreciate that. Good. Yeah, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> now, Dude, next, the next episode is going to be about Devo. <laughs> and then you know what? The I, actually, I wouldn't mind that because uh, I don't know anything about them either. So maybe you could uh, persuade me to. Uh, I'll be to honest like with you. It. I don't know enough about them either. I just remember they were really cool back in the day. So that's yeah. true. I saw them live a couple years ago. Awesome. Nice. Show. Yeah. Wow. They're still uh, they're still together or, or whatever. Yep. Yep. Do they still dress funny? Yes, they do. Beard or whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think they kind of cut down. Um, their uh, one of their members passed away recently, so yeah. they might have um, cut down on live appearances. But I think they're still doing them. Cool. All right. Well, on that up nice note, <laughs> Devo's dead. <laughs> You know, I really wish there was some place where I could find all my favorite podcasters in one spot. Um, people like... Christopher Tupac. And then maybe if I had him on there, I might as well have... Doug McCoy. You know, it would be cool if, if I could get... Berg? To come along and help us out. And then Chris could laugh. And then we would have... Mark Little. To finish it off, probably the best addition to all of that would be... Mad Lappy. <laughs> and then that way, when they're all together, we could do a show called, like, The Extraordinary League of Extraordinary... What's the name of it? <laughs> Chris, give me that paper. Hold it up the to the web. League of Extraordinary Podcast. Yeah, that's it. Find it at extrapod.wordpress.com. <laughs> I don't have to say it. That was perfect. <laughs> you got a lot of editing. <laughs>
that will be for sale on the website. Proceeds from the sale of art will go to help pay for the hosting fees. If you have a topic idea for a podcast or would like to be a guest on TupaCast, email tupacastpodcast at gmail.com. Feedback and comments are also welcomed at iTunes and via email. We hope you have enjoyed listening to TupaCast. Bye! Power to the people, man. Tupacast. That's a good thing, right? <laughs> <laughs>